the snap, and the ball is free. It's picked up by Michigan State. Jalen wants Jackson, and he scores. This is going to run it all the way back. Auburn's going to win the football game. And the watch this is thank you to NIL. We're back. We go again. It is, uh, we are now entering week three of what's been a pretty crazy college football season. Uh, boy, week two sure had some interesting storylines, uh, which we'll briefly discuss here in a minute. But as always, uh, we're different time, different, you know, same place, different time. Uh, this is Name Image Podcast. I'm with me as always is Michael Adam Wilson. Michael. How are we doing? How are things over in this? Hey, on the, on the thanks for asking, side? Kyle. Thank you for asking. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> thank you for being here. No, no, thank you. Uh, things are great, you know, except for the uh, the uh, Air Force game debacle where the weather was <laughs> trash and then we ended up leaving at halftime. So that right. was that was a hundred plus dollars well spent to go sit down for a half of football. But you know what? Other than that. Uh, not, yeah. a lot, not a lot to talk about, I feel like. I mean, I, I was out all day because I was out getting rained right. on and cold and standing in line for beer. So, like, I, a pretty quiet weekend, right? Right. And and not only I mean, not only was it cold and rainy, like, like talk about getting bad service in certain places. You had absolutely zero. Oh, it's like my when you God. walk on that Air Force base, they, it is just the Doug Rose signal jammer. This is, EMP. <laughs> this, is, this is such a millennial problem, like the first world problem. But like, I had to send green text messages. Like I couldn't even get. I don't like, think you were even getting any of mine. Yeah, like I was. No, like, I, I got yours all like flooding in as like literally as soon as we crossed out of the base, like out from the gate to get in and out. Like as soon as we got out of it, it was like bang, like phone just lit up with fucking text messages. So whatever yeah. they got going, Doug's doing his job down there. Doug, that's, that's what I'm saying. The big bucks. It's the signal jammers trying to, you know, make sure Brandon and Matt say off, you know, bigkittyporn.com. Yeah. No, they, they had to make sure that you know your, your boy wasn't sitting there. <laughs> cursing at his phone wondering why alabama was only you know barely barely beating texas it wasn't even beating texas at one point right barely pulled out by one so probably better i didn't have service but listen uh, and that's not i mean that that happens a lot of places and and don't get me wrong like like certain games certain venues like you definitely want to be there there's a lot of places where you know when you start to see the crowds dwindling a little bit or you know like a little scarcity in the crowds like yeah maybe the team's not very good but Sometimes the game day experience at some of these schools, like it's just not that fun. There's some schools right. that have it fucking locked down. This thing's it's awesome, but right. like schools start to you know, it, it, like a lot of these universities start to ask like, you know, why 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 is attendance lower? Blah blah blah. And it's like, well, for one, a lot of you guys don't serve beer, which like you serve beer, you'll have people who go there. Um, and that's what I'm saying. Like that was like it, it was kind of not not mind blowing by any means, but like. My, like my in-laws and all, you know, all the Olsen side of the family were all like, oh, like, no, like they, they serve alcohol. I'm like, no, like, like we got lucky and went to Minnesota. They serve booze. Air Force, I looked it up, only started serving, serving booze, I think effective 2020. I think 2019, they made a decision. Wow. I think 2020 is when they instated it. But yeah, like that's like for, for, you know, non big time college football fans, like it's not a, it's not a commonality that all these stadiums serve boost. I know down in Tuscaloosa, they just greenlighted it like this season or last season, like right. the mecca of college football. And they just greenlit the, the selling of beer wild move. But like you said, that's if we need, if we need to put bus in seats, it's very simple. Beer and then better Wi-Fi or better cell service or something so we could all check on all the other games going on because we're never happy with what we got. We always need more. 
Well, and not even that. Like, obviously, checking the scores is one thing, right? And unless you're, like, a diehard of the team that's playing. Like, you obviously want to go and look around. But, uh, like, betting is very popular. Like, right. like, if you have these bets in place, you just want to watch, you know, at least see the scores of those games. Oh, yeah. And, I mean, it, I mean, don't get me wrong. It makes sense. Like, Air Force is an anomaly for a number of reasons, and they probably do things and they won't change for, you know, I don't right. know, probably security threats or something. I'm right. probably what I'm assuming. But there's a lot of other universities, like Michigan State gets shit on a lot because, yeah, there's a lot of people who are like, you know what? It's raining. It's snowing. It's cold. It, like, as a student, like, do you want to sit there and, like, the entire game when, when your buzz is wearing off by halftime, you're puking in the stands? Or, oh, yeah. Or no, do you want to just, you know, go? Well, and that's the thing is, yeah. like, Air Force got lucky because, like, they have an army of cadets, pun intended, like, sitting in the in the stadium. Like, and, and like, they can't go anywhere. Like, I, they may be able to leave if they wanted to. But, like, like so no matter what, like, because we were leaving – it was kind of mass exodus. There's just, it, in honesty, a lot of people just didn't even show up. Like the upper bowl was empty. Right. Like nobody yeah. showed up for this game. And so it, it, when you're like watching on TV, because the cameras are situated pointing east, and that's where all the cadets line up, probably strategically so. So that way it never looks like yeah. at any given time it's an empty stadium. So good on them for figuring that out. But yeah, overall, I mean, one of the worst, and I'm not saying because the Air Force Falcons absolutely laid the whoop down, which watching. The re like the the triple option read option combination that they were running in the rain was mind blowing. Like they they didn't miss it's impossible. I don't know why. <laughs> but, but like they were like I thought like okay Air Force like the ball's wet the field's wet everything's wet like everything's prone for a fumble a turnover something wonky. I thought it was going to be a lot of like just straight handoffs. No, like they they were running the high school offense like out to the right the full blown laterals. I was like. The Falcons are playing with nothing to lose, and they they did. And then me, you know, we lost the over by one point. We had it at fifty, and they scored fifty-one. So such is life. We got rained on, got cold, and then we lost. So it is what right. it is. But it was fun nonetheless, just to be in attendance for right. Exactly. If you can always just get to one, it doesn't matter what game it is. Oh. And and the triple option is one of those things where it's one thing to watch on TV, right? Because it, it oh. looks pretty entertaining. You oh, watch yeah. it at the stadium, and it's another thing. You're like, damn, like things are happening real quick. Imagine being like a linebacker or a defensive oh. lineman and seeing Dude. that shit like, happen right in front of you. I just it, it was like imagine. it was sitting like we were sitting just caddy, like kind of like diagonal on the corner of the, sure. the south yep. end zone, and so. When Air Force was marching down the field toward us, like I like I couldn't even see where that ball was. Like I couldn't even imagine like a, 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 the shuffle of all these getting cut block. Like, yeah, it's just, like yeah. it's cold, it's wet. Like you, the CU just didn't want to be there. First of all, they get, the body language on the Buffs was awful. They lost the, they turned over the ball like on their first drive. I think it was, and like everything after that was just. All these kids were all transfer portal divas who just didn't want to be there anymore. And so they ran it up on them real quick. So yep. good, good on Air Force. Good on Air Force. But, uh, but yeah, here we go. I mean, once again, this this name is podcast. We are a college sports uh, centric podcast. Obviously, we are in college football season. Not a whole lot of NIL news. But, you know, we start to hear some some rumors and some whispers here and there. Like sometimes, you know, as, as players break out in the season, I'm sure, you know, they'll get uh, – yeah, you know, it'll be like the unsung walk-on gets a deal, things like that. You know, we'll oh, be yeah. sure to cover oh, that. Yeah. But as of right now, nothing, nothing really that new has come across our radar. But uh, just a quick recap of week two, because I'm sure you know everyone's kind of already dissected it by now. Like you've gone back and 
kind of comb through it a little bit. A few few standouts for me. Uh, for one, it's great to see uh, our boy Sam Hartman back for Wake Forest, uh, and he sure lit it up and I think covered the spread as well. Another one of those games where I'm like, yeah, this if I was going to bet it, this is what I would bet, and then sure enough, that hits, and then all my other ones. Uh, speaking of betting, uh, one thing, and I think just kind of the encapsulating thing of week two for me is is we all know I, you know, I, I haven't been doing this for very long. I'm not obviously not very good at it. Don't never claim to be, you know. And you have your, you have your moments as well. Uh, it doesn't feel like I'm the only one because it's about every podcast I listen to that talks about betting or anything like that. Everybody's like, yeah, I have no fucking idea. Oh yeah. And, and maybe oh, yeah. by week three, probably things start to settle. But man, it's I, I know Vegas right now. They uh they sure are raking in oh. dough. Well, and, and they, ha- they have it locked in apparently. Right. Yeah. Right. Well, and and they. They being like Vegas, I'm convinced has has a rat in every locker room, every every front office Absolutely. in every sport. Absolutely. Like they have to. But I think this is in, and we're very we're dumb creatures, Kyle. You and I, and, and majority of the company we keep, and just college football fans as a whole, we're very dumb creatures. And every year we act surprised when it's like we're just not hitting bets and nothing's really shaking out the way we thought it would because like. Alabama, Texas, for instance, is like everybody yeah. thought that that was going to be a, a runaway, runaway train, like done oh, deal, yeah. put it on the points. Not at all. And then all the upsets that we obviously will get into, like, it, I think we have to remind it. We should set a reminder on our phone for next year, Kyle, and be like, don't bet anything until like at least Absolutely. week. Yep. Like, just don't even touch the first three weeks. Yeah, week zero is kind of fun because, like, who knows? So, like, that's a good way. And, like I said, it's free money because, you know, obviously it doesn't count for anything. But, oh. you know, I agree. It, like, I, I'm thinking week two or three by the time, maybe even conference play, you know, by the time I'm willing to play. Like, figure out figure out who's who. Like, especially in, the, in today's era where there's all these players, you know, flip-flopping from team to team. And just all these teams have totally different looks, like, as – to, as opposed to what they were the and year the transfers before. and the, right. yeah, absolutely like, like we just got to let it let the dust settle let week three get under our belt and then and then proceed accordingly afterwards because like you said i don't i you know obviously brandon droz the betting god ne- doesn't lose so i don't even count him in these calculations but uh a lot of people that i've spoken to just in personal life are are the same sentiment that you're laying down as far as like we like i just can't win a bet to save my fucking life Right. I think USC was finally, I think that was my first win. Then I I had the Chargers as well. So apparently I'm only going to bet LA teams for now. But I didn't even know that the the USC one was up in the air too. I guess Stanford, I didn't even watch the highlights. Stanford had like two two drives inside the five-yard line and had turnovers on both of them. So, I mean, if they get any sort of points there, that actually becomes much, I I don't even think I would have won that one. So, I mean, it it just shows how finite it is that I backed, you know, kind of you know blind luck got that one but hey it's uh 15 bucks baby that's what i'm up to so hey i'm only down 20 bucks in the season so that's easy i can easily (laughs) win that back this week right um but yeah let's let's get into the upset you know obviously the texas alabama one we covered that yeah we thought it was gonna be a blowout definitely wasn't texas uh came to play right but it was also like and you know i'm sending out some tweets it's funny you know up until like the last like two drives for alabama i was like like this is the guy, you know, for Alabama, the the you know, Bryce um oh my Bryce God. Young. Bryce, Bryce Young. Young. <laughs> Bryce Young, I was just like up until that point, I'm like, you know, I obviously being a little bit of a hater, I wasn't like totally being serious in my uh, allegations of him being a fraud, but and then he just turns it on for two drives and that's all it takes for Alabama, right? And it, and that just kind of goes to show if you're anyone playing Alabama or someone like Texas, like you just kind of have to play a perfect game and then you have to have it. So you are the last team to score. Cause you leave any amount of time on there. They're just going to drive down. They have a kicker. Now that was always Nick Saban's biggest uh, yep. Yep. thorn of the side. 
But uh, yeah, so it, it, much closer than uh, what everybody thought. But way uh, same time, not surprising. I've, yeah, I think open it. I think I think up into game time, they still had it like twenty and a half. But re- regardless, yeah, this is it, obviously I'm saying this. The game has already been played, so it's easy to to cultivate this this opinion on the matter. But it, looking back on it, like I guess I shouldn't have been surprised that this way, this shook out the way it did. Like Texas is every season, especially this one, desperate. To yes. just see to be back in some variety, like they are clinging on for dear life to stay in the realm of of relevancy. Yep. Yeah, like like because they're about to make that transition to SEC. Like like they are trying so damn hard to make sure that there is no reason for somebody to be like, well, Texas can't even hang with the SEC, let alone Big Twelve. So good good on them. They put up a very good game, and I'm sure this was the first of a, a home and home stint, right? Like I'm sure. Just blind right. and looking. I'm sure Texas will be wandering in a Tuscaloosa next year. So I anticipate we'll see this matchup again. And it'll probably be another good matchup. But I mean, again, hindsight's 2020. But knowing what we know, I guess we can't be shocked that this came down to the the wire because Texas is a good team. Like they're not a bad team. Right. They exactly. They they have good. Right, and, and well. when, when things click, when things are clicking, like I, obviously going into any any opposing team stadium, let alone Texas, like I'm not I'm not 100 certain what the environment's like down there. I don't hear I don't hear it getting thrown up as like one of the most hostile environments. But road game nonetheless in Texas, everybody shows up to play Alabama. So I think if you're saving and you're Alabama, you're looking at it, you're gonna lick some wounds, you're gonna take a dub, you're just gonna keep it moving. Obviously, you want to like that to be a more comfortable win, but a, a, a good win nonetheless. Good win nonetheless, yeah. And that kind of, you know, teed off the day, and that was fun to kind of fill you in on the things that were happening, you know, because I think it was right as, uh, yeah, right as that went final, and then, uh, the, and then we're going to move to probably Marshall Notre Dame. That was the fun one to kind of break oh, the news oh. to you there. And oh, yeah. yeah, I mean, Notre Dame just laid an egg, and Marshall played well. Marshall had that pick six toward the end that, that basically put it away, and. It just it, it just is so weird because you had Ohio State and Notre Dame and you just never know what to expect and you know that was a close game and then you have Notre Dame losing at home to Marshall and it's just one of those yeah. where yeah that, that's the beauty of college football and you love to see it at a place like Notre Dame just oh, like yeah. I said unless you're an alumni or just like a weird fan uh, you don't just be like yeah Notre Dame's my team I'm gonna root for I, I love Notre Dame yeah no hey, I, but I, hey listen hey Freeman he's uh his his losses have been wiped clean because he is now a born again Catholic. So. Eh. <laughs> or whatever he's been cleansed baptized whatever so he's zero zero baby in jesus's eyes he's never lost so uh when yeah he was a sinner obviously his he's atoned for his sins so this is this is uh obviously a, a theme here of, of games that i had missed which of course happened to be one of the, the craziest weekends of college football that we've been alive for but just, I mean, because I did bad, go back and watch one of your your favorite like three five minute highlights that you just preach about every week, and I will admit yes. that they are they are solid, they are solid. Uh, but I just I remember like after you told me, I went and looked through like just the final box score and just the stats. Notre Dame only rushing for 130, and then they did they did put up 220 in the air, but like Marshall stomped them on the ground. Yeah, 219 on the ground, and then 145 in the air. But like I mean, it, it, by what I could see, and again didn't watch the whole thing. Marshall like kind of had like had, was dictating the pace of this game and well, like it was always a decent it, team they're always right. feisty, and, like, right? it, yeah but, like it's like in an upset like most upsets in app and this is a, I think it's an anomaly what I'm about to say because App State also felt like they were in control the whole game but like usually it's like you're sitting there watching these games thinking like okay like 
when, when is Notre Dame or when is the, the top dog going to just kind of break through and kind of pull away from this? It never really felt like that from what I can gather from the highlights that I watched because it just always felt like Marshall was dictating the, the pace of the game. Like they had everything under control, which is an absolute bizarre. And I know we always rank Notre Dame way too high, but like you're telling me yeah. the number eight team at the time, like you were getting your shit handed to you by Mark. And again, Marshall, good team, but Marshall, like Marshall was the one doing it to you. It should never. Yeah, it should never happen. But at the same uh, time, like. I think sometimes as a regime a regime change and and with the new right. coach sometimes you got to hit rock bottom and it's sometimes just best to get that out of the way early because it's only one way to go from there. Right. So. Well, and that's and that's I guess that's what I wanted to ask you is like is, do you do you chalk that up to more more so like like you just said like regime change new coach like you, you kind of had to take right. the learning lumps or is this yes. just a the locker room the chemistry is just not there like we'll never be there. No, no, I I think it was just it's it's an anomaly. You have Everybody's you know, freshman quarterback, young quarterback. Yeah. I don't, you know, and I know he kind of got pulled toward the end. Yeah, no, I think it's one of those. Like I said, if 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 you're gonna ever if you're gonna ever drop a game like this, do it very early in the career. Like you know, people who are saying like, oh, you should be fired. Like I didn't hear a lot of that, right? And so yeah. I I think he's gonna be fine. You know, but uh, but that was just part one. Of, of what, or part two, I guess, <laughs> of this wild weekend. Part two is my favorite one. My favorite, my favorite one. Part. I think, you know, I think I mentioned it last pod too about the Appalachian State and the Dakotas. Oh, like, hey, never, never wanted that, to happen. We were, State. we were very clear. We were very clear in what we were saying. No matter what the year is, dating all the way back to what was 07 when they beat them in the big house. But no matter what year it is, how good your team is, when you see App State on schedule, your butthole puckers a little bit. And right. App State struck again 2022. Here we are talking about their great team. I oh. mean, just like so fun to watch. And they're just fast. And they run a oh. cool offense. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah. And Bryce, it, it, Chase Bryce is legit, too. So, right. And it's just one of those seasons where it's like, it, again, Notre Dame being Notre Dame, that's a household name. But Texas AM, a lot of people are throwing Texas AM around or were throwing Texas AM around. In their in their playoff picture, like like Texas A and M, by all accounts, was supposed to be top recruiting class. Like this was supposed to be like one of the best teams on the field this entire season. And there they are laying an egg to the App State Mountaineers. Is it just Mountaineers, right? That's just the yep. the App State, right? Mount- and and oh, it's one of those things. Uh, it's not like it's a, a kind of a random team that comes out of nowhere that you just didn't really prepare for. It's like oh. any team since, like you said, since 2007, even before that, because I think they were kind of weird before that. Right. You see them and you're like, hey, remember when this happened? Like, they're still the same app state. Like, you, we oh, can't yeah. lay an egg here. But they they came out and played. And and what's interesting about you mentioned the culture thing in the locker room through Notre Dame. There's a lot of stuff that came out about Texas A&M that you right. have these like right. freshman players that are already starting to kind of pop off on social media at, at, at old Jimbo. Um, <laughs> and, and that is somewhere where, you know, it, it'll start to wear thin real quick. And it, it might already oh, yeah. have. Oh, and uh, yeah, it's just and the whole thing with the the yellow leaders, like all that stuff came out. With, oh like, my god! You know, stuff and they're trying to cover everything up. <laughs> Fucking bizarre. And like the, the, college football in general is just weird. Everyone who watches it, everyone who's it, fans, oh, yeah. it's just it's bizarre. Poured all together. Dogs are popping off in the background. I know. I know. I'm muting. No, you're good. But it's it, it's just a weird sport to begin with. And that was a whole nother layer that I just didn't even, it wasn't quite on my radar. And I think everybody kind of came to the same conclusion as well, that everyone was like, I did not think that this was, I knew they were always kind of weird. That's just, it was just bizarre and like just weird jokes and they, they got roasted. Oh. So, I mean, I, people were smoking that Texas impact big time and uh, oh, I'm, yeah. let me tell you, I'm here for it. So it's, oh, well, uh, it, it, I would love for you and we would have to videotape this if it happened. I would love for you to get, 
all of your uh, your English lads, your Sunderland crew that are all overseas. And I would love for you to just send them that video and then <laughs> try to explain to them like what this is. What's Without using on? the word Absolutely. college football or Texas. You can't use the word college football <laughs> or Texas. And you have to explain to them what's going on in this video. That, but, that's actually, that'd be really funny. That it, would be it, really but funny. it's just, it, the entire the in between, like you said, the locker room, the, the freshman popping off, the the yell leaders, I like calling them hillbillies, and like they can't even read the name on their jerseys. Like all this cultivating in a big old L for Texas A&M could be love it. It's just tasty. It's like it's like perfectly smoked brisket down in Texas, Kyle. It's just tasty and it's beautiful to watch because I I don't like that. I don't know anybody who likes the Texas A&M Aggies, but. I think that entire program, yell twelfth man, yell out included, are a bunch of weirdos. So I'm glad they took the L. They're pretty much out now. I mean, like it would take a miracle for them. They would have to obviously run the table for the rest of this. They would duration. have to beat Bama, and I think that game's coming up soon. So the rate, maybe October eighth. Yep, lock it down. Uh, hmm. We'll rattle through quickly some of these. Uh, Pitt Tennessee, that was a great game. Uh, I had some money on Pitt there, six and a half, and sure enough, you lose by seven because that's just kind of how those things work. But Pitt with their backup QB and toward the end, he was just he was on one leg and almost pulled it off. It was just overall a great game. And that, that kind of takes the sting away a little bit when you lose a bet. It's like, just give me at least a good game. Right, Don't give right. me, for example, 10 to 7 Iowa State, Iowa. Uh, I'm not even going to waste any more yeah. just brain cells thinking about what's going on down there. Yeah. But uh, that is a, a wreck. Washington State, Wisconsin. Uh, Paul Chris, that whole thing is just, you got to end it. It's just yeah. Wisconsin. Like, come on, you got, someone has to do something in the West and it's obviously not Nebraska. It's obviously oh, yeah. not gonna be Wisconsin. It's not Iowa. The big tents is garbage this year. It's funny because everyone wants to shit on the big Ten or the pack 12. We're right. going to learn a lot about the pack 12 and the big 10 this weekend. So, you know, we'll oh, get yeah. to that, but yeah, it's a uh, big Ten. Uh, so when far. when they when uh, the old the old uh, West Coast connection does come on over to the Big Ten, are they divvying it up UCLA USC to one eat one to each side of the conference? Right. Listen, it's going to be. I wouldn't even from because you know, I am tapped into a lot of different things. I, right. There's a, still a lot of doubt with that that that's even going to happen, and the the reason is is UCLA, it's University of California, Los Angeles, uh, right. their parent school, University of California at Berkeley, they didn't get the invite, uh, oh. which means that unless they do, they they can basically just say, no, UCLA, like, you're just not going to leave. Like, sorry, you know, we're, right. we're keeping okay. this. You are our, basically our child school. We are the parent school. You are a right. part of us. Anyways, that's- We're taking our that's, smaller that's, university and going home. But yeah, fair, that, but, but to your yeah, point, anyways, yes. with the Big Ten West, I think they'll go conference list. I, I want them just to do pods, but I think they'll go conference list. And it'll just okay. be uh, some sort of, you know, guaranteed games here and there. And, and yeah, it, I'm not right. sure how it's all going to work out, but yeah, it'll be. But just, I mean, I like even like those, those, those aside, and this is just the, the quick knee jerk, like who, who's it going to be Kyle? If it's not going to be Nebraska, it seems like Wisconsin, Minnesota, they, it's going to be, but it has to I be know, Minnesota know, this but like, year. But, but like Minnesota is one of the most inconsistent teams this year. Yes. Yes. They have been, they've been handing out L's left and right and doing it in convincing fashion. But like they're just so inconsistent. Right the boat. Like I've I've seen with my own two eyes, a disgusting fourteen to ten loss at home to like Illinois. Like who, yeah, that true. entire like that's the best we have to offer is as a Minnesota team that may or may not show up. But regardless, anyways. Yes, yeah, it's just I, a I mess. It. West needs it, it. West needs it because the East has it already. 
You're right. Yeah, the East has too much of it. That's the problem. Right. Um, right. Yeah. So yeah, Washington State of Wisconsin. That was a, that was a crazy one. Um, Michigan State takes care of business against Akron. Probably the weirdest 52 to nothing game I've ever watched. Where I watched it and I was like, ugh. Like it still just wasn't. Defense looked great. Peyton Thorne sums up, and uh, we'll get to that. Uh, we'll get to that later, obviously. Um, yeah, outside of that, you know, we had a no. Get to oh. it. You get the Gators, Kyle. Come on. Will Levis goes down in the swamp and takes down the Gators and your your right. Heisman, Anthony Richardson. My Heisman. <laughs> your Heisman. Right. It's the the curse strikes again between him and John Reese Plumley. Uh and now it's that we got hey, we got followed by um give me a second. Oh, here. Uh, uh well while while you look at that, Maya, I did want to ask you just in in correlation to the Gators specifically. Does this does this kind of taint the L that Utah will now have against Florida, or does Florida still? And I know there's a lot of weeks left. Are people still viewing this as a Florida still a very good team type? Deal? No, I, I I think Florida. I think they're going to be like another like maybe if they, if they go eight and four, that would be a really good season for okay. them. Okay. Does it doesn't taint the the Utah loss a little bit? You know, but at the same time, like I said, for Utah, like. It was a learning experience, but at sure. the same time, sure. you know, it's it's one of those where our goals are still ahead of them for for Utah. It's like we can still get Rose Bowl, we can still kind of do right. well in our own conference. Um, USC looks really damn good though, but yeah, no, it, yes. it sucks. But um, yeah, uh, we are a Rashad Rochelle podcast. He's like a uh, just an all out weapon for Rutgers. Oh, uh, absolutely, us on on the old on the old Twitter. So. Is it Scar- is Scarlet Knights right? Is that it the is. official at, uh, at ru no. underscore train eight? Get, just throw them a follow. Show them some are, they a, are they an under? There? Are they an Under Armour school? I can use some new merch. Uh, like, um, I, I think that, I think they are. I think you might be right, but yeah, he's a client of ours. Uh, of our <laughs> friend Brad Levin. Wow. So, hey, love it. That's awesome. So, um, yeah, fun stuff like that. But, yeah, uh, you, he won't get cursed. It's only quarterbacks that we can curse. So, as long as you're, yeah. you know, not throwing the ball, then we it's should all be around fine. Weapon, because, it's all good. Yeah, because uh, every other quarterback that we seem to like, uh, just it just ends in disaster. So, that's sure. just kind of how that works out. But, hey, listen, uh, we'll figure it out. And we'll figure it out as we go. Oklahoma looked a little sketchy against uh, against old Kent State, but uh, they have a real test this weekend. Uh, the old BYU. BYU had a great game and won against Baylor, and that was a game too where I was like, I like BYU, and yeah, I wish I actually would have bet money, but that's just not how things work anymore, is it? Um, but BYU, they look good. They're just a uh, good. Jaron Hall is the real deal. I would not be surprised if he starts getting some legitimate NFL love. Um, he's kind of just the total package. Uh, uh, he's, uh, he's just a little bit on the shorter side, a little six, one action, but a lot like Zach Wilson. Right. And I think Zach's probably doing all right. I don't know if he's ever going to pan out, but at the same time, it's, if you're BYU, you don't really care. It's just like, Hey, just get to the NFL and we can just put it up on the board and away we go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. no. This is this is my nightmare when BYU looks like a good football team. I I don't. And they are. They're just flat out like you, they, you're they you're at ground zero, and it, I'm just scarred from you know the past couple of years of having work with a like a BYU diehard. Like father was, he's a ticket holder, like right. the whole deal. Like I can't, we can't live in that kind of world, Kyle. But they are good. They are good. They just they BYU's that team where it feels like year in year out the names change the the there's players are in players out but it's like the same team every year that steps on the field like they yeah. they don't really, they really don't deviate from the playbook that much like they kind of just fill the spots with the same the same builds the same skill sets and like they're just good every year and it's, it's Rinse and repeat. I yep. admire it but it's frustrating because they're always just in the mix. Absolutely. Yeah, Kalani Stock, he's got a good program down there, and everyone's like, oh, he should be the next coach here and there. So he's not going to leave. He's just not going to leave. Oh, God, no. no. 
He's just not going to leave. Um, yeah, just some other interesting ones. You had Kansas, West Virginia, which was just crazy. Ended in, ended in overtime. Um, I mean, hey, Kansas, baby, 2-0. Who would have thought? I mean, after winning a, a, a college basketball title, and maybe now they're cheating in football. No, I'm kidding. I, Kansas football is hilarious to me. So, no, that's awesome. Good for Kansas. West Virginia, I don't know what's going on there. That's bizarre. Uh, you had Weber State beating Utah State, which was just hilarious. Um, the crowd was booing Utah State, and the coach was like, oh, I don't think that's right. And it's like, well, you probably shouldn't lose to an FCS school. But yeah, that's a I, tough look. Don't know what to tell you. Yeah, I mentioned it. USC looks really good. Um, Michigan East? beat up on our, our poor Hawaiians. Uh, it, they're oh, just a joke altogether. Um, oh, hey. they, get, they get a bounce back, though. Duke, du- Duquesne this fucking day. <laughs> Sunday. Oh, the, old, the old Sunday Duquesne Hawaii showdown. <laughs> oh, that's uh, how fun. Uh, shout out Incarnate Word over Nevada. Our boy Brandon had Nevada in a parlay and was not happy with that performance. Let's, uh, let's, uh, let me tell you. And then the Beavs. Watch out for the Beavers, man. Coming in hot, you know, 2-0, beating Fresno State. A great game, yeah. 35-32. Solid team. Just a weird week, too. It's just what we're getting at. The vibes were just weird, but Overall, it's just a fun weekend. But see, but like that's usually the, like week two when you looked at it on paper, like you knew Kentucky, Florida was going to be a good one. Like there, there was a couple ones that you could look. Baylor, BYU, same boat. Like you could have looked and been like, okay, like there will be a couple ones that I could tune in for. But this, this all should have been a snooze weekend, right? Like, this all should have been like Alabama take care of business, Texas A&M, Notre Dame especially take care of business. But hey, I'm not. I'm, it was a little gift, Kyle. A little week We're two here gift for that we don't usually get. We're here for it. Moving on. We might have missed some stuff, but uh, listen, I, there's been enough recaps and, and all that stuff. And yeah, you don't tune in for us to be a recap, right? You tune in because you love us. I don't know why. You, okay, that's why. I was gonna say, my I sip, my sister's listening to this. Shout out, Savannah. Hey, a, a fellow, a fellow beaver from the minor right. state variety. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on to week three, um, we got some decent bat. Overall, like a lot oh. of intrigue. A lot. Knowing of what we know now, we got a lot. Okay, okay, right. I'll like, allow it. That's what it was. Week two was kind of the appetizer where it's like, depending on how things shake out, it's going to make week three more interesting. And now I'm just more intrigued. I don't know if it's like, oh, yeah, this is the best fucking college football matchup. But you look at some of these and you're like, huh. I mean, Kyle, this is week week two. Week two might have just gave you your your permission slip, your hall pass, whatever you want to call it, to be like, yeah, I can't afford to miss any games now because I I don't – you never know what's going to happen. Like last week should have been the ideal like – Go run the air and spend the family time. Teach your daughter how to read or something, and like get the get the husband points. But now you know you can't you can't miss that. You can't miss that, Kyle. It's crazy. It's crazy. Week three is gonna be fun. Um, we're just kind of looking oh, at the top five. We'll, we'll look at a, a few other things, but you know you got Michigan taking on UConn. That's just disgusting. No, Michigan. That's just horrible. You this just, this week is horrible. It is horrible, and and I think there should be a real conversation about like maybe penalizing Michigan for just ha- like. Don't get me wrong. Like I'm not. I'm not saying that all these other programs don't schedule winnable games. But like these are like egregiously bad. Right. Teams. And fans like, pay money to go watch good football. And it's not like you even have to schedule anyone like like a top five team. No. But you know something like, for example, Ohio State did. Granted, Notre Dame obviously proved that they maybe weren't top five. But you at least put that on the schedule. You got other teams. You know, Pitt, for example, is a great school or a great school for that example that they open up with Tennessee um, and then uh, who's it on? Um, they played a tough game in week one as well. It's just, you just at least give them something like the right. Michigan state. The first two games weren't, you know, Western, at least it's like an intrastate type of 
not a rivalry by any means, but there's some interest there. But, you know, we got Washington right. this week, right? Like, you right. have to at least put something on there. Yeah, it's right. disgusting. Go go it's get disgusting. go get a, a name, like a, a recognizable name, like you just said. Like Go get App State. Do it again. Don't. Hey, don't. I think they did don't. actually not that long ago, and they, they buried them. But, yeah. I mean, but that's the, that's the beauty of App State is I'm not saying that they're like a, a, a every-time underdog killer. They're going to get smacked regularly, but they are going to pop off for a, a beautiful way upset, and it's going to be awesome every time it happens. But regardless, just go just go schedule a name that like somebody you you can say to somebody on the street, and they're like, "Oh yeah, I know that school," right? Because right yeah. now you're not doing it. right. Um, but the first one, so ten o'clock hour, okay. uh, or depending on where you're watching it. But of course, we're in the Mountain Time Zone, so the, the first slate of games. Oklahoma, Nebraska, and this one's interesting because of the spread. Minus, minus 11, Oklahoma, because I look at that, and my brain wants to go, oh, the hammer Oklahoma. But I don't know, Sooners, but you can tweet at us and tell me you know, what we're missing here, but I think you might be in the same boat as well. Like, uh, Nebraska's going to have maybe that new coach bump where they're like, hey, now, like if I'm if I'm that coach walking in, that, that interim head coach, and it's the first African-American coach in all of Nebraska athletics, like that's a, that's a little bear, embarrassing for Nebraska. Like, Jesus. Sure. Um like, how do you have gone this far and not had at least one? But, hey, times change. So there you go. But now if I'm if I'm that uh, that interim coach, I'm going in there being like, hey, you're playing for the transfer portal because if you guys want to dip out now that your coach is gone, you at least have to go out and show other teams that you're worth the transfer spot. So, you know, this would be a great way to do that. So, <laughs> See, I'm, I'm on the – yeah, I agree on your point, but I'm on the complete opposite side of it because you I think – one, two, three, Cancun movement for Nebraska. I, I do. I think. I think Nebraska right now. You're looking at all of your starters, and you ha- these starters are all like their their hamstrings are starting to feel a little tight. Like all of a sudden, those shoulders <laughs> are a little like they they're going to preserve that body and try to get out as as clean as they can because there there's nothing left, Kyle. Like they're they're like. <laughs> No hope. There's no hope left for this team in Nebraska. Uh, what, what's, you're like, right. what's the upside? So like, you're taking you're taking oh, oh. obviously Oklahoma and and to cover probably oh, yeah. a good good oh, chunk. Yeah. I, I think I think that Nebraska. I, th- I I hear what you're saying about the new coach bump, and I I do agree to that to an extent. But I, I just think that Nebraska is looking at this, and they've already what their own three at this point. Like. I, I think you'll maybe razzle the troops a little bit, but they have one I win. Think, they have one win, or excuse me, one win. But it, I think that Oklahoma comes out and just not beats the brakes off them. I'm sure Michigan will make it difficult for, or Michigan, Jesus Christ, Nebraska will make it difficult for them. But I think I think Oklahoma covers comfortably. Comfortably. Okay. Interesting. All right, minus eleven. Um, Georgia, South Carolina. Like I, I was, I really kind of wa- was intrigued like by game. South Carolina with game. Spencer Rattler and things like that. But mm-hmm. uh, Georgia has fully become the Death Star, and they are destroying mm-hmm. everything in their path. And it's just, mm-hmm. uh, and and so but, yeah, yeah. What are you feeling here? Uh, you know, you know what every Death Star needs, though, Kyle. You know, every Death Star needs a little. little they need, they need a plucky little, little tootish, you know, Spencer Rattler to climb in his little X wing with the cock commander, and just, just blow it up. And I, and do I think <laughs> now this is all relative terms? I don't think he's gonna I beat love that Georgia, visual. But I yes. do think I think Spencer Rattler comes out here. He's gonna have one of those. Yeah, I, I think I, so. Okay. I think so. Like not a Johnny Menzel because you'll never be able to captivate. But that just that like, oh, remember me? Like I, I was the number one high school recruit. I was supposed to be the first NFL draft pick. And and, and, and the yeah. worst part about this is, is it's 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 either gonna be one of two extremes. It's either he's gonna come out and he's gonna ball out, and it's gonna be some of the most exciting football to watch, 
or he's going to come out and he's going to try to be that guy. And George is going to remind him real quick. You're not that guy. So I hope, I hope that the needles trending towards a ridiculous stat line and making incredible plays. And he kind of just takes the game over. I want that to happen so bad, but Georgia, like you just said, it's they're they're not even the Death Star because Death Star has penetration. I don't think anybody's going to beat Georgia this year. I'm thinking like all the way through the championship, quite yeah. frankly. But I, I just want a good game. I just want it to be close-ish going into at least like the minus twenty-five, minus twenty. That's a, that seems like a strange number, and I'm sure it's moved would, a little would, bit. Would not. Yeah. Oh no, of course not. Because here's what happens: Georgia goes up by twenty-eight in the fourth. You know, they put in their second stringers. South Carolina goes in to put up some morale points, and then you end up only covering like 21 or something. That would be an interesting one. At, I agree. Yep. But that's they. I'm a Spencer Rattler fan this month. Rattle, this month. rattle, yeah. rattle. Rattle, um, rattle. The cattle. 130 BYU Oregon. This is at, up at all Autzen Stadium. Um, Oregon favored by three and a half, according to what I'm looking at here. And like if I was going to bet. I don't trust that. Yeah, I was going to say, if I'm going to bet, like, I'm taking BYU to plus three and a half. Like, uh, I've seen enough from BYU. And I, I, granted, I did see Oregon get demolished, and then they came back and demolished Eastern Washington. But I don't know. And, like, playing on the road, I get it. And Autzen Stadium, blah, 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 like, tough place to play. For whatever reason, I just don't think it really phases BYU that much. Like, they're not... For one, they're not like they're not like 18, 19 year olds. Like, Bro, these are men. They are, they are these men. are grown men with ch- children, some of them with wives. They're not distracted. All they want to do oh, yeah. is go out there and inflict pain on somebody. And yep. Dutch looked a little soft, you know. I it's just but like I said, it's against Georgia, so you just don't know. But I don't know. I I like BYU here. It, I I do, and I think the only way that Oregon wins this game. Bo, Bo Nix has to has to show up. Like he was obviously up against it with the week one against Georgia. So like we didn't really get to see what he's all about. But like this is this is your this is the second go now. Like this is a national attention. Like people will be watching this game. If Bo Nix can get it going, I think Oregon has a chance. But if BYU's defense is swarming and he just can't get it going, I think it could get real ugly for the Ducks real quick. Yeah. Yeah. No. It's. The thing with Oregon, they'll be able to score quickly, or they should at least. And BYU really kind of. Well, I I don't know. BYU just. Uh, it, it's a that's it, it's going to be fun. I think regardless, right. it's going to be a good game. And, and, and so let me, let me ask you this: If if you are Oregon, you're you're calling the shots. Do you do you try to just play that kind of patented style Oregon offense where you're just going to let it rip and just hope that you're going to outgun them or? I mean, like how, like Bo Nix hasn't exactly caught on yet. Like not saying that he won't, but like, so do you start a little conservative or do you think they come out just swinging? Cause it, by all accounts, this is kind of a, an early, like we're going to judge the rest of your season based on this. George is the best team in the country. We'll, we won't hold it against you, even though he got waxed, but like BYU could be the, the nail in the Oregon coffin for this season. Cause if they yes, lose this game, absolutely. it could be the, the, okay. I don't need to watch the ducks for the rest of the season. Yep. Yeah, no, you're 100. Yeah, so I think they will come out swinging. Come out swinging. BYU, uh-huh. BYU is going to swing back, I think. So, um, also, men. that's a good point you made there. They are men, like 21, 22. They are men. They are men. <laughs> more men. They they have more men. Um, another one thirty game. Penn State Auburn. Uh, Penn State's just a weird team to me. I'm not going to spend too much time in this. Auburn's also really weird though, and like they haven't quite figured out that quarterback situation. But I'm taking Penn State here. No, really? 
I'm thinking Ben Sadier. I think I do. I think after last week and Sean Clifford was kind of like, hey, putting the doubts to rest here because the backup quarterback does look better than Sean Clifford, but Clifford got it done and got him the dub. And I don't know. And I just, I haven't seen anything really from Auburn to, to signify like they played Mercer and they barely beat San Jose state. They beat them 24, 16. Um, San Jose State is also a good team, though. Kyle. Are they? Are they though? I mean, I'm, like that's not even a joke. Like San Jose State, they have always, they've been they're always they've there. Been decent, yeah. I don't know. Right. So like, I mean, off. like that's not that's not a you, you know like you know whatever whoever beat Nevada. You said the name twice now, and I still can't even remember who it was because it doesn't sound like a, that one. Like they're not that. Uh, but I I agree with you. I just think that the juice here, there's a lot of, there'd be a lot of juice here in this game. And I think Auburn may take some of the juice and capitalize. And I, I kid you not, I, before we hopped on and started doing this pod, I already put them in money line. So I go, go Tigers or Eagle. Okay. It's, I, I mean, I just, Penn State, I, I don't think, I think they're good. I don't think they're, you know, fooling anybody, but I do think that they are susceptible to take this loss. And I think Auburn could be the one to do it. If you, I always just say whoever has the best player on the field at any given time has the best chance to win. And it, jo, Joey, Joey Porter Jr. is going to be the best player on the field. He, you watch him for Penn State, he's unreal. So, that's fair. That's, that's fair. But that, see, that, that, this is the point that I was going to make. The, I love the Big Ten SEC matchups no matter who right. they're in between, no matter when we get them. Because it's such different styles of recruiting, how they build their teams, just the, like, the different athletes they have. So I, I just think that this is one where it's Auburn's just going to have better athletes. Not that they're better skilled or anything, but they are, will have just better athletes. And so I, I'm looking for this game to be like a, a crucial turnover, a bad interception. Like, I think something like that is what is going to dictate the winner of this game. And I just, I have a gut feeling. I have nothing to go off of because you're right. Like, Auburn hasn't shown anything. But I just have a gut feeling that, like, they, they play up for this game and they squeak it out against Penn State. But I th- listen, I'm wrong all the time. So Kyle, you're probably going to win some money. Well, I have no one to place my bets anymore. Mm. So okay. that, that's a story for another pod. That's Please. for our therapy therapy pod. Anyways, as you were. Yeah, uh, let's see. I mean, outside of that, like you got a hey, Ohio State Toledo. Watch out for the yeah. Rockets. But no, Ohio State obviously Pitt. Oh, Pitt what's Pitt, Western Michigan, that's interesting. Pitt's favored by 10. Western uh, definitely looks like a decent team. And Pitt, like, they may be down to their third-string quarterback, so that could be yeah, interesting. Problematic. Mm, yeah, yeah. And then it's... later this evening, or later Saturday evening, you have Michigan State-Washington. I just don't really know how to feel about it. Uh, Peyton Thorne had, <laughs> listen, Peyton Thorne hasn't looked great, and the Big Ten hasn't won a regular season game on the West Coast since, like, the 1920s. So, it's just, <laughs> we never seem to travel, and I, like, you can look at the stats pretty close. Oh, yeah. Um, but, um, I I just don't know. Washington does, they haven't played anybody, but they, they do right. look better with Penix, uh, sure. who has sure. torn us up before when he played for Indiana. Uh, Peyton Thor's got to figure it out. If he plays like he has the first two games, we will lose this game. I'm telling that right now. We may also be without Jaden Reed, which is probably why we're considered underdogs, which would, uh, a lot of people have texted me about that, being like, what, what, what's this all about? Um, yeah, Jaden Reed might be out because he got pushed out of bounds last game and like has a huge gash on his back from falling into a bench. Oh, so God. that's just kind of how things work uh, here in East Science sometimes. I don't know. <laughs> 
it, it's going to be an interesting one. I have a few people saying like, uh, you know, Cage reached out. I was like, yeah, I'm going, you know, Michigan State on that. And I, I don't blame them. Like, it would make sense. But I just, I don't really bet on individual games for Michigan State just because I, I just never know what to expect. Uh, this is another one I have no idea. I, I, I love the Spartans, though. And I'm not just, I'm not just saying this to, to throw well, out the jinx because I know this is where you're going to think I'm coming at. I, I love the Spartans in this one. I like, especially being underdogs. Like, I'll take I'll take a money line all day. If they yeah, are they truly like, do they still have the plus sign? Minus three is what I'm looking at right now for Washington. Washington minus okay. Three. So, but that so that means old Sparty's got the plus sign on the money line, Kyle. Right, Come on. and it was three and a half, and it might depend where you look as well. Okay. Um, yeah. Well, tell you what, we can we won't take probation off fully, but we can go. We can combine forces. We'll we'll put some in on here. I I think this, I think dude, bro, like this is where this is where Peyton Thorn figures it out. This is where he right. figures it out. It was just kind of like last season too, with uh, the road uh, journey to Miami, right? And that was kind of that was the big win that that really turned the table on the season, or not turned the table, but really set the table um, on the season. Being like, okay, well, we're a legit team. You go on the road anywhere and challenge yourself against a decent team. Um, I don't know. It's I, it's gonna be. Interesting. I I just. It, it's it this is this is this is the x factor con it's not even an x factor because it, obviously you're close to it so this has been your life for two, you know two three years now mel tucker is what's what makes the difference in these situations these games used to be l's for you kyle these games are now dubs for you strictly off mel tucker i think i, I it, it, it washington good football team but this is what happens when like michigan state is elite program washington is not and so washington is very is very you know their their hands are tied to as far as where they can recruit from to get people to come to Washington, which obviously California is a good pipeline for them. Nevada has some good stuff coming out, but like all I'm getting at is that this this defense it could be pushed around, and I think it will get pushed around because if even if Peyton Thorne can't get it going early, like if he's not connecting on passes, I think that you could still win the war in the trenches, and this yeah. will be a Spartan game through and through. And what what I mean by that is. We're gonna run. We're gonna we're gonna run the clock the way that we want to run it, and you're gonna have good drives, successful drives, and it's just gonna be one of those just kind of beatdowns. Not like a, a egregious beatdown, but just kind of a beatdown in the trenches. The box score may not show it, but Michigan State shows up for this game and just pushes Washington around. Now I can't. Their offense, Washington's offense, is good, so this may turn into a little bit of a boat race, maybe. But I think that the defense is good enough, and I think the offense, when it boils down to it, if all things are going south. Just push them around. That's all you got to do. Just push Take them one guess at uh, who's going to be in attendance at this game. Oh, buddy, it's I, I can't even say his name. You, I, if, if you say his name, a, a, a bottle of Canadian Mist whiskey somewhere <laughs> gets cracked, and it's not going to be me. Heath informed me he will be at the game, so how, oh. that's fun. That is quite fun. Um, that, and that's definitely a game I wish we, you know, we we briefly talked about going. I, I think that that's cool stadium. They they do sailgating out there, which is cool. I don't know. It's going to be an interesting one. It's just going to be one of those where if we lose it, uh, we have Minnesota next week. We have a really good chance to drop these next two games. And then all the Vegas underbetters when it was seven and a half wins on the season, uh, Vegas knows something, don't they? Boy, don't they, they know something. They, they do. They do. But I, I, again, I think I think it's they're putting obviously Vegas has put a lot of investment in Reed not being here. I get that. I really do. Payne Thorne hasn't looked good. Washington is is just uh, they're they're going to be lingering around. It's going to be a good game. I'm not. I don't think Spartans going to blow the doors off of them. But the fact that they're underdogged is why I think I'm just so high on them. Because at the end of the day, Michigan State 
has just has better recruits. Like if all goes south, you should be able to pick up first downs running the ball two, three times in a row. Like like this shouldn't be a game where Peyton Thorne is going to have to win it with his arm. This should be a game where Peyton Thorne just needs to convert on like third and fives, third and sixes when he needs to. Other than that, like they shouldn't get behind the chains here. Like just they just need to remember they're a Big Ten football team and just push them around. Push them. Push them around. That's that's your motto in life. It's just winning out your big and push that's them around. That's all I. That's all. Listen, that's all it is. That's why it's the only reason I have friends. Take up space. That's, yeah. that's a good push around guy. Like if we get into a little little scrap, little scrap, I'm a good push around guy. Like I'm not gonna right. throw any punches, but I, I'll push. Right. <laughs> right. Exactly. Um, and then really, like kind of the last one that really is intriguing to me is Miami Texas A&M. Oh my. And God. Brandon's gonna hate it, but go Canes. I, I like the hur- Hurricanes here big time. You know, like as far as just outright winners. Uh, yeah, definitely outright r- winners. Um, I mean, Texas A&M is favored here by six. And so if I mean, I think in freaking both taking points for Miami in the money line. I mean, just double down. So you you're really you really now this is one where I think that are we this maybe maybe it's a trap. The Star Wars thing. It's a trap. Uh, Texas A&M is going to be very mad, Kyle. They're going to be very mad. They can be mad all they want. You know, they can yell all they want. I think they just kind of felt, I mean, they were embarrassed, right? But not in like the way where you're going to get angry and kind of fight back. You're embarrassed in the way it's just like they're starting to lose confidence in the coach. If it doesn't start very well, you don't have that quarterback to really turn to because they all transferred uh, because you designated, you know, Haynes King as the the starter. You don't have the, the, the really veteran backup quarterback to turn to and be like, save us. They, I I don't know. And Miami, I love. Tyler Van Dyke. I just do. And I know, do even, too. I do too. This is devil. This is a devil's advocate play because I, I, I like Miami. I want to root for Miami. I think Miami has all the potential in the world to beat them. I just, Miami just always seems like to me, like they just kind of flounder in big moments like this. This would be a really big moment for Cristobal. Oh, Mario. Like if this is a loss for Texas A&M, we could sit here and we could just say like, oh, well, okay, duh. Like they lost App State. Like they lost the momentum. Like it's kind of a dead season for them. This could, this, this could be the turning point in the program Miami has been waiting for. This, this singular game could be that game for them. New coach, right. Cristobal in town. You got, you got by all accounts, you're, you're kind of, you know, I know it's not a franchise, but you're franchise quarterback in a sense. Like, if they could win this game, this could be the turning point in the Miami program that we needed. That we want. Everyone wants. We just want you to be back, you know. Uh, yeah, it'll be a fun one. That's a night one, 7 o'clock. It's going to be at Kyle Field, which is always interesting. But, you know, it's uh, – I mean, Miami's going to be – they're kind of – they're going to watch all those videos too mm-hmm. and just know what's going on there the night before and just being like, oh, this is going to be uh, – like, we want to do that as well. We definitely want to do that as well. So, yeah, I, I, I really like Miami here. I do. But uh, Restrepo, they're really good wide receivers out, which kind of sucks. Right, but, but like like, hey, like our like our insiders say, we won't name sources. They got a lot of young receivers. Like right. we should be worried. Don't worry. No worries. No worries. I like I like the Canes there. I like them. I do too. Uh, a few other ones. Yeah, you got Utah San Diego State. That's kind of a fun one. It's a, a revenge game for Utah from last season. San Diego State somehow beat them. That's true. Um, and then you have USC Fresno State to kind of cap it off. Uh, USC favored just by twelve. Um, Fresno is a you know I've always been high on Fresno. They oh, did yeah. lose last week to Oregon State though. Um, I don't know. I just say it. I know. Oh. I, I, if I if I were to go again, I'm just gonna go USC because they won me money last week. So. <laughs> oh yeah. 
That's all it uh, takes. I'm upset that you you passed over a pretty pretty uh, interesting game, Kyle. We got we got some rooting interest in this particular game. You don't want to talk about Air Force up in Laramie playing the Cowboys? <laughs> that is fun. That is always quite the rivalry. Uh, a lot of players from the same area. Could, could Air Force play in back to back just horrific weather, colder than shit games? Because that would be. I mean that's some grit right there because I don't know what the weather's supposed to be like at Laramie, but I it, the the season never nice. Here, it's never nice. That's it's what nice. I mean. Like I don't think like even a nice day, it's not nice. Well, that's the thing because I think it's usually really windy, typically in Laramie. Um, <laughs> wind doesn't affect the triple option. Let me tell, let me tell you. Uh, if there's yeah, those Falcons fly right through that shit. So. Uh, yeah, I don't, no, that is, oh, yeah. Look at this. No, they, I mean, I was gonna, I was gonna pick at a few, you know, a few of them here. You know, like you said, Hawaii Duquesne. That that's gonna oh. be a banger. Um, I, do, now this is now this is just a, a complete random question, but do you think that Hawaii garners a lot more money in Vegas just strictly because they're always the nightcap? Like that has to be a thing, right? Oh yeah, like anyone like, who's watching that, just a bunch of sickos, right? Well, who like you're trying, you're chasing money at that point, right? And like they, Hawaii just, has to be at least in like the top 50 or something of teams that get money put on them just strictly because it's the, their availability chasing, at the end of the day. Yeah. yeah. People chasing, trying to, trying to win it back. That's uh, real quick before we move on from a mighty Falcons versus Cowboys, it's supposed to be a balmy 67, but like 40% chance of rain. So that'll probably be 100% chance mm. of rain. Right. That'll be interesting. <laughs> uh, SMU Maryland. Maryland's favored by three. I'm just always so down on Maryland because every year it's like, oh, Tua, Tua's little brother and this and that. And I just watch him like, I don't see it, guys. Like, Who was yeah, the team he threw five interceptions against <laughs> last year? A lot. That, a was, lot that was so fucking funny because it was like back to back to back the interceptions yeah. from him. It was so bad. Right. And so, you know, Maryland I'm just not high on. So oh. I, and I, I've, I've always had a soft spot for SMU because I think on like NCAA 07, I had a dynasty with them and, and it was just a lot of fun um so yeah i i like yeah i like the pony express here i like it. i like mm-hmm. a little smu action uh it should be a shootout the oh uh take a guess what the over under is for smu maryland i feel like it's a drastic it's like gonna be low or is it gonna be high is it gonna be 70s 60s no nah, 50 59 59 74 74 74 here's the total Damn. Yeah, I would never, never. But I mean, I guess you yeah, have when when you're playing, just horrific. Uh, that that's just a broken coverage game. That's just going to yeah. be so many guys left unattended. Yeah, <laughs> just, just walking touchdowns. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Another weird one. Oh, you have really? Iowa versus Nevada, and Iowa's favored by twenty three and a half. Iowa hasn't scored more than seven points a game. Um, but this is also Nevada, who just lost to Sister Sister Mary School of the Blind. What was the, what was the school word, they just lost to? I know Incarnate Word sounds like a made school. <laughs> They're typically a very good school. Like they always is that have, from Texas? I, I'm sure it's in that. It has to be. I'm fairly the Bible Belt. Somewhere in the Bible Belt. Right, and they always they they're that school that like. Their quarterback is like, oh, well, this high school Texas quarterback threw for 34,000 yards and a billion touchdowns right. and somehow didn't get recruited. And he ends up there and then he ends up transferring the next year to Mike Leach's offense somewhere. You it's know, probably, it's probably because the quarterback in question probably put up 34,000 yards in the Texas eight man league. That's why I never heard uh, it. <laughs> listen, like, that's just how they exist. But like I said, they, they aren't, they, they're just a weird sounding school. But they're legit. Like, they are a legit school. And so, yes, they did get beat. And Nevada, you know, I think they lost their coach to uh, CSU. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they've no They sure did. 
It sure did. So, I don't know, but that just seems weird. 23 and a half. But at, at some point, Iowa has to figure something out. But I think this would be their game where it's like, oh, we figured out the offense and they score 17 points. You know, so I, like. <laughs> hey, I, easy, just, easy. <laughs> like, if I was, you know, if you're just following trends here, you just bet the under on that. You know, you just have to bet the under. Um, yeah. yeah. Or not, not the under, but you, like, I'm not picking Iowa to cover those points. I'm just not. No, no. I, you're, you're a better man than me because I wouldn't even touch it. Right, and that's the thing. I'm just not going to bet on it in general. But yeah, it's um, that's fair. But that, yeah, that's unless I miss it. You know, Mississippi State, no. LSU, uh, Houston, Kansas could be kind of interesting. Uh, Colorado, Minnesota. Hey, look at that. You know, it's Those just beat them by a freaking twenty-five. There, there's not like anything that really jumps off the page. It's like this is going to be fucking awesome. But there's just a lot where you're like, well, yeah, I'm going to be checking the score on that game, oh, yeah. right? And that's why I'm just like, YouTube TV just needs to figure their shit out and let me do a quad box. Yeah. I know ESPN can, but I don't have login. It's just a big mess. I can't do it. But I just want to be able to have four games on my screen at one time. And YouTube TV, they charge you all this money. Not that I'm paying for it, anyways. Thanks, bitch. Um, hey, it's regardless of how many screens are that are up and over in the Dro's household. Don't ask him to look at your fucking uniform. Yeah. Okay. God. Don't. God forbid I ask him to humor me for fucking two minutes. You're right. You you were right. You're like you don't even bother because you know what the answer is going to be. And it's just like here I was like, hey, flip over this real quick. Let me like we're wearing the neons again, and Michigan State typically gets shit on jerseys always look different on Twitter than they do live. Right? <laughs> that is a fact. I asked, well, hey, switch it up. Oh, I can't. I got this game here and this game there. Yep. Yeah. Hey, listen, there could be a game that is like going down to the wire, like a shootout, like a, an instant classic. And if it's not in Brandon's predetermined four screen lineup, he, it's not getting changed. It's yeah. he will be goddamned if he's going to change any of those four screens, right? Because I'm sure it's all betting, betting influences. <laughs> hey, if I change this, and it's going to change the point spread, and you know, you got to change the bet, and we're going to lose this. Yeah, it's a good thing Brandon doesn't listen to this podcast, <laughs> right? Right? I don't know. I don't know who does. Oh, <laughs> uh, all we, right. Uh, listen, we three, we're here and yep. uh, ready yep. for it. This is kind of the last one before, uh, you know. Things get down and dirty with conference play and things like that. We got some fun NFL on tonight. It's Thursday, by the way. I don't know if I mentioned that. We got a little Chiefs Chargers tonight. Uh, you know, but uh, yeah, my anything else? Anything else that we missed? Kind of rattled through it, but overall, anything? Mm, I, no, like, oh. no. I'm sure I'll probably suffer like some sort of bodily injury or something because we've been winning Apex games lately, Kyle, and like it's just things have been going too good. Like Michigan State's been winning the games they're supposed to, like. Something's going to happen here eventually. Something weird is going to happen this week for sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So Alabama's going to lose to UL, ULM Monroe. I guarantee you. God, could you imagine? Uh, no, I can't imagine. So there you go. That, that, that puts that to rest. But this has been another episode of Name Image Podcast. Like, review, subscribe, follow us. Uh, follow uh, Are You Train? It was Are You underscore Train 8 on Twitter? Our boy, Rashad Rochelle. Uh, and, uh, yeah, let's just go, just get people to follow us. Just, we just want more followers. We're going to, you know, Mike should be better about tweeting during the game because he's actually going to have service this week, which is going to be fun. And I, I, I gave you the warning. I said, listen, <laughs> I'll be in, I'll be at the lockdown air force base where they keep all the aliens in the top secrets. So there's no service. Okay. I like it. I'll but I also, I'll be bad this week too, because I'm golfing at like one o'clock in the afternoon. So on Saturday, Ooh. Yeah, so it's, uh, you may have to tweet Kyle. Who you go? Who are you going with? <laughs> fucking Brandon. 
another mental health triple bogey on the scorecard. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure he'll turn in some sort of egregiously lied upon scorecard. But that's fine. That's fine. Listen, as long as everybody's having fun, Kyle. You know, right. that's what we're here. That's, for. that's all I care about. Like when when you whiff all your shots in the video games we play, but yet you insist that they're cheating. Like whatever, whatever yeah. it takes. They are cheating. <laughs> obviously, couldn't be me. Couldn't be me. <laughs> They have the report button for a reason. Someone, I got to make sure they're on their toes, right? You know, it's. Uh, and I guarantee you, all those reports probably go to somebody who's very invested in researching and, and getting to the bottom of that. I'm sure that they are just they are investigating those with the full length of the law as much as they can. Absolutely. Why wouldn't they? I, we've <laughs> invested a lot of time into that game. Anyways, uh, I digress. Name of the podcast. I'm Kyle. That was Mike. Um, it's gonna be fun. Give me another fun one this week and uh, tweeted us, Oklahoma fans, tweeted us why we should uh, be confident in this minus 11 spread against Nebraska because uh, it just seems like it should be more. So, seems fishy. Seems fishy. All right. Peace. Love you. Anything else you want to know about me, Skip? Mm -hmm.